everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 5th. 2020, strong hand, long-term thinking, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, unconfiscatable, do not accept a new normal, fitting in is overrated, personal responsibility is a new counterculture, deferral of gratification, conviction, welcome to the golden age, we're going to talk about being productive today, we're going to talk about innovation driving the freaking economy today, yes, this is the Beyond Bitcoin show back on the main channel. Last week's show is linked to below. You can watch it on the backup channel. I'm going to do these shows uh, probably from now on on the main channel. But hello, my elite friends. If you have questions about anything, about anything, try to make it about stuff that's beyond Bitcoin. We'll mention Bitcoin a couple times on here. Uh, you can do a super chat or you can type in Bitcoin Meister to get my attention and I will answer your question. Watch This Week in Bitcoin. It's linked to below. Jan and Christian and Mauricio were on on Friday. It was a really, uh, it, was a, it was a good show. Five-digit realm. Oh, yeah. I'm saying it. Five-digit realm. I know some of you have weak hands. You're scared. You're scared when, when you see it go into the four-digit realm. Dude, your mind should have already been in the five-freaking-digit realm. I've been there for a long time, so nothing freaks me out in terms of the fiat freak price, you fiat freak. So we'll talk about that more on Sunday show. That'll be tomorrow. Uh, it, and it's Sunday for a lot of people already, but okay, we, 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 we go by what time it is uh, somewhere in the United States. I'm in Asheville, but back in Denver and Los Angeles, it is definitely September the 5th. But of course, September the 6th is a great day, too, because it's 25 years since Cal Ripken broke Lou Gehrig's streak. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Now, uh, yeah, disruptmeister.com and follow me on Twitter at TechBalt. Seriously, I, I just, I'm not just saying those things for the heck of it. I want you to actually follow me on Twitter at TechBalt and check out disruptmeister.com where you can watch all 1,800 of my old shows. Now, something I... I noticed on social media that was uh, it wasn't disturbing, but it was interesting, and it shows how I guess conspiratorial a lot of people uh, can be or, or paranoid. Uh, the, yesterday in, in Rochester, there were all sorts of ridiculous protests. Uh, people uh, invade. Oh, there were these people eating outside in a restaurant. And all of a sudden, these BLM protesters show up, and they just start ripping things to shreds, screaming, driving people away. And it was it was a bad scene. I mean, just it doesn't really it doesn't really help their cause very much. So when this was tweeted out on Twitter, so many people who support uh, BLM and Antifa and you know, all of these <laughs> socialist Marxist groups, whatever you want to call them. They were like, no, 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 this isn't real. This, these are these are Trump supporters pretending to be BLM. <laughs> and they're saying ridiculous things. Like, I don't even see a black person there. But I mean, if you watch the video, there are black people and there are white people there. These people, who the heck would go to this extreme? 
I mean, no, they weren't Trump supporters. This is real, people. This is really going on across the country, across the United States, that young people with, I guess, nothing to lose and a lot of time on their hands are destroying things and interrupting people's lives. And why they're doing it, they all seem to have different reasons. What they want, not exactly sure, okay? A lot of them are just nihilists, and they just want the whole system destroyed. They want the whole country destroyed. They want everything destroyed. They have nothing to live for. It's 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 unfortunate, but to say when when you see this kind of destruction out there, mobs of people, um, taking screaming, you know, BLM, et cetera, et cetera. It's not Trump supporters pretending to be BLM. That's that's conspiratorial. It's, 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 you know, you expect uh, in, in the, well, the, the recent old days, it would be the people of the left who would say, oh, you right wing people with all your wacky conspiracies. And indeed, uh, there were many right, right wing uh, wacky conspiracies out there. I mean, I've, I've heard all, all sorts of crazy things, but this is just as crazy. This is just, this is just as, as insane to say, uh, you know, what we're seeing with our own eyes all across the... It, no, it's really Trump supporters pretending to be the other side. No, it's... A, and I think part of the reason some social media people say this is because they care so much about the election. They know that if the BLM supporters and the Antifa people keep on doing stuff like this, it only it only does help Trump. It, it does only help Trump. But... <laughs> Trump, you'd be able to tell if it was Trump supporters. Like, how much do they pay the Trump supporters to do this? Oh my God! Come on, dudes. Look, it's 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 real. It's it's real. What's going on on out there? Lots of nihilist young people. Uh, I mean, they they don't work anymore. I mean, lots of their jobs have been taken away. The economy's been shut down. All right. The JC said Rosh Hashanah also in this month. Yeah, I, I'm going home. I'm going home for Rosh Hashanah. It's when does it start? The nineteenth. Um, it starts. I'll be back in Baltimore on the fifteenth, and it starts that Friday. So we got Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and that's why I'm going to be back in Baltimore for two weeks, starting in the fifteenth of September. I'm in Asheville right now, and then I'll be in Salt Lake City after Baltimore, and I'll be in Salt Lake City for two months. So, yeah, there's a. I've I've said it a couple times. But lots of people don't pay attention to the location. So there's there's an update for the people who are, are going to ask me in a few days. Where are you going to be soon? That's where I'm going to be. All right. So pound that like button because we've got a public fig, a figure out there finally acting like a man. And a Hollywood type. Adam Carolla. Okay. He's he's not a conservative. He he's, has a popular podcast. Uh, he was famous for other things back in the day. A lot of people listen to him still. He's a comedian. He's funny. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't listen to his podcast, and I don't follow him on Twitter or anything like that. But, I, I mean, I've heard him on Ben Shapiro, uh, what was it, a few months ago. But people, I saw his name was trending on Twitter. And I, 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 I was curious, like, why is Adam Carolla's name uh, trending on Twitter? This was in the middle of the week. And finally, he, I mean, we've got a guy. I mean, he, I, it's, a lot of these famous people, I guess they're busy. They, they, they haven't really been following the virus as close as maybe some of us here have. And they don't know all the facts about it. They go with what the mainstream media says. They go with the fear narrative. 
the panic prison. Okay. And it looks like maybe he was worried about it for a while. So when he, when the news broke last week that only 6% of the deaths, according to the CDC, uh, were of people that didn't have comorbidities, uh, I think he was very surprised. And quite a few people were surprised. I, I wasn't surprised. I, I've known for, we've known since March, okay, that it, it affects people who are already sick. All sorts of viruses affect people who are already sick. It makes sense. So this is what he tweets out. I'm going to have to tone it down a little bit because he uses some language here. But the, And this, this triggered a lot of people. But we need more people to say things like this, more famous people that will wake up some of these 80 percenters, okay? Uh, turns out the people dying from the virus are old or sick or both. How many of you, and I can't use the word he uses, but it starts with a P, got played? And who's going to get played the next time? <laughs> Pound that like button, dude. And I retweeted it. Of course, you should retweet it too. It's linked it's link to below. Just there's straight talk. Just in, in this day and age, so many people don't say things like that. Don't, don't, don't speak in a masculine type of tone. There are all these if, ifs, ands, and, or, and buts and, and worrying about feelings and, oh, the government must protect everyone. No, he's straight up calling people peas, okay? And to tell you the truth, he's, uh, he's absolutely right. A lot of people have become peas, and uh, it, it's, it's disgraceful, and it's about time. People talk like this, dude. It's, it's awesome. Uh, now, something that's also been in the news lately, and I've, I've wondered about, I've, I've brought up to, I said, well, what's going to be the, the next big, we've, we've had a virus, we've had, we've had disturbances, <laughs> I'm not, and uh, what's going to be next? And uh, last week, Gabriel Devine uh, predicted natural disasters. But it's already the writing's on the wall. We have Hillary Clinton saying that uh, to, to tell Joe Biden, don't accept the election results. Uh, we have all sorts of controversies with uh, the mail-in ballots uh, saying, and now people are saying that it might appear that Trump wins on election night and then a bunch of mail-in uh, mail ballots will come in over the weeks uh, that, that are after the election. Because the mail system is so inefficient and every it's bureaucracy. I mean, come on, what do you expect from government? But that it might appear one way at first, and then it'll you know, the results will appear the complete opposite by the time they tally everything up. Uh, it's going to be mayhem, okay? It's going to be total mayhem around the election. I mean, now people are talking about having major protests, and you know what protest means? It means disturbances. They're not going to be peaceful. Uh, organized in September. So it, it, it's it, it's a combination. Well, we, we've never had an elect in the United States. It's a civilized country. The election results are always accepted. There's there's never a controversy. There's never this year. There's going to be huge controversy. Everyone already says there's going to be a huge controversy. They're saying they're not going to accept it. And that's not that's not the way the most powerful country in the world works, okay, or should work, okay? I, and I, don't, I don't put the leaders on pedestals. I control my own li life. But there's so many people that have so much vested in the government and they live their lives through these people. And since they have nothing better to do anymore, since they don't have jobs, 
Um, this is their soap opera. This is their thing. There's so many people. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be the biggest election ever. You, you, you got it in terms of um, the talk and the obsession over it. And it is going to be the most corrupt in, in many ways. And it, it could really trigger another March 12th type of event where uh, there, there's complete economic turmoil. And I don't want that to happen. I, I really don't. I don't want that to happen. But I'm just trying to prepare everyone out there. They're not. It, it's not hidden. The election results will be delayed. Election results will not be accepted. <laughs> So, and 80 percenters are going to go crazy on the streets. They're already saying this, okay? So it's, it's take care of your own lives, people. This, uh, the president, whoever's president, that's not you, okay? Stop living through these people. But I can say that, I can shout that to the mountaintops. It's clear so many people do live through these people, vicariously through them. So we're, we're gonna, it's gonna be a big, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be, uh, and who knows, uh, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of scenarios that could happen if there is no president um, when January 20th comes along. The election's November 3rd. January 20th is supposed to be the, the inauguration. So <laughs> it's it's a self-inflicted wound by the United States. This is not uh, – it, it, does, it doesn't have to be this way, okay? It doesn't have to be this way. But uh, it's it's a series of things have led up to this. And some people wanted it this way uh, to, to have all this mail-in ballot confusion and all these ways to uh, uh, cheat in the election. And uh, we shall see. But that's that's my third event of the year that's going to happen. And I, I don't know the specifics yet, but those of you watching in 2025 or 2023 probably have a big smile on your face because you already know what insanity happened leading up to November 3rd and uh, and on November 3rd and after November 3rd. All right. Putting it out there. Now, speaking about the, the government, and again, if you have questions, I have answers, type in uh, Bitcoin Meister or uh, do a super chat and retweet what I just put out there. Retweet this. Uh, <laughs> all right, people, Moon is Fuel said something interesting there. All right, now, I want to say I was listening to the radio and I've noticed this a couple times on the radio, but I paid closer attention this time. Since there's not as many businesses open as before and a lot of businesses have lost a lot of money, they're not advertising on the radio as much as they once did. And lo and behold, who do I hear on the uh, radio? The, the Surgeon General of the United States who I'll put it nicely. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't sound, he doesn't have the most powerful of voices. He doesn't have the most manly of voices. Uh, you, you look him up, look up a video with him, okay? So you've got, you know, this, you got like a woman's voice there telling you to uh, to wear masks. And, and you know how, how great it is to wear masks. And then at the end of the advertisement, it says, you know, funded by the taxpayers of the United States of America or something like that. We are paid for this nonsense. The, the United States government, funded by the taxpayers of of of, the, of, of America, the United States, are, are just buying random advertisement time on classic rock stations, probably other type of stations, saying to where it, it's such 
it's 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 corporate welfare. They're, they're helping bail out these radio stations, and uh, they're spreading. We're paying for this message, this message of fear. They're spreading the fear, but it, it's it sounds like something out of a uh, some dystopian novel, dystopian movie. Like remember to wear your mask; it will make you happy. La la la. And we're paying for this. Uh, I wish I had I wish I had a link to it, uh, but maybe some of you who still listen to the radio occasionally are noticing this, that the, the, now the government advertises in the middle of, uh, on the radio. JC says, are you following the current peace treaty between uh, the UAE and uh, Israel? Because that's what the, that's what the, you, you phrased it a little bit differently there, but that's, uh, that's what it is right now. And now bah Bahrain might sign it. Yeah, so I mentioned this uh, last week. Uh, these, these countries aren't directly, you know, they're not, near Israel, and they share a common enemy with Israel, and that is Iran. So the reason that UAE uh, signed it is because they, they won't help against Iran. Um, and the United Arab Emirates is a uh, country interested in uh, economic growth, and they understand that uh, you know maybe they can, they can put off the religion stuff uh, in order to grow their nation even more. Because if you go to their nation, um, they obviously have religious aspects of it, but they let all the Westerners be as Western as they want to there. Um, unless you're like a man who likes another man. I've heard that's it's not too cool to be a man liking a man over there uh, or showing it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I, I've never been to the UAE and I never planned on going to the UAE. But this uh, makes me think that maybe I'll... Uh, Maybe I'll check it out one day. You know, there's a lot of people that say uh, you know, it's not a big deal because uh, it's just the UAE. But and 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 if Bahrain signs, it'll be just Bahrain. But it, it is it is progress. I, I I think it is. I think it's a positive thing. Israel didn't have to really give up anything at all. Usually, it's Israel when Israel makes these peace treaties, they give up a lot and they get nothing in return. They get a piece of paper in return, um, like with Egypt. And they gave up the entire Sinai <laughs> and they got a piece of paper. I mean, Israel and Egyptians can, they have embassies, they can travel back and forth. I guess that's cool. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather go to the UAE than Egypt. <laughs> okay. Um, so we, we, we'll see. Uh, what, what's what's going to happen, I, I think, there'll be more countries that don't like Iran that will recognize Israel now. That, that are uh, Muslim countries. It's, it's going in that direction. I mean, the, the best would, would be if just Iran and Israel somehow became friends, but that's, that's definitely, uh, that's a long way off. But uh, you know, a, a few years ago, people would, would have said that uh, UAE and Bahrain wouldn't, wouldn't uh, have diplomatic relations with Israel. Now, now I, and again, and Bahrain is not a major country, uh, but they need Israel's, uh, they need Israel's technology probably. And they, Maybe need a, Israel's uh, protection uh, if, if from Iran. I, I, I uh, but but yeah. So we're going to hear more about other uh, countries making peace with Israel. That's good. That's good. Peace is better than war. P peace is definitely better than war. And I think what it also, if the the Arabs in um, Judea and Samaria. It, maybe they their leaders will see like you know what. Why must we continue this war with Israel? Why must we do this? If our, if other nations 
have stopped. What right now they're thinking like, oh, they 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 they've let us down. They've let us down. You know, they're not. But how long can you play the victim for? How can, how long can you play the freaking victim for? And they're they're being used. The Arabs in Judea and Samaria. They they're being used for all sorts of causes for all sorts of other reasons. So they they should just wake up and see UAE. Bahrain, maybe when Saudi Arabia makes peace, maybe that'll be the thing that makes them change their minds. I don't know. But they got to, I mean, they got to act civilized in those, uh, in Judea and Samaria. And there are plenty of people there that do act civilized, but there there are people there that, I mean, these incendiary balloons they, they send into Israel that just light everything on fire. Uh, it, it, it's it's ridiculous. It, it, Israel does not want to have war with those people at all. They don't want to have war with those people and uh, there's people, they have their cities, they have Nablus, they, they have Bethlehem. They should just live in those cities, be happy, do, be productive. Be, don't be perpetual victims anymore. Okay, so I talked more about that than I, uh, I planned. Remember, people, you can, uh, you can uh, fast forward through this. Play the 2X if, you, if you're watching it taped. Uh, he, someone says Trump uh, promised UAE a bunch of fighter planes. That's why they signed. Dude, I, I don't, they're probably going to get weapons from Israel too. I mean, yeah. Uh, who, who knows? Who knows? They they want uh, they want protection from Iran. I mean that that that's part of it. But they want it's it's economic also. It's good for their economy. Uh, uh, and uh, we, I mean, I'm considering visiting UAE if this really happens. I'm sure there are a lot of other people too. Uh, so, what is next here on my list? Oh yeah, we talked about the oh. So this BLM, I, I've seen all these BLM signs all over the place, and what it reminds me of is the ice bucket challenge. Do, do you remember the ice bucket challenge when everybody, in order to virtue signal and to fit in, were making videos of themselves like pouring ice on their heads because they didn't want uh, what was it against what disease was it Lou Gehrig's disease? They were they were protesting. They they. They wanted the, a cure to Lou Gehrig's disease, I believe, um, ALS, and uh, that that's a that was a very worthy cause. But you know, pour, pouring ice on your head really didn't cure ALS. It, did, it, it didn't do that. Uh, so now now what you see is in order to fit in, it's, it's probably all the same people. They put these BLM signs on their front lawns. I'm noticing. <laughs> so it's got, it's got similarities to the and they don't know what it stands for. They don't know what it is. They, 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 they simply, they, they think, they're just saying, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Of course, Black Lives Everybody's lives matter. I mean, it, it, it's stating the obvious. Now, they don't know, they don't understand what the, what the organization stands for, what the organization is doing, but they want to fit in. They want to be part of the Ice Bucket Challenge. And so there, they put the, it's really simple. It's, it's easier than making a video of, of yourself pouring ice on top of your head. It's just putting a sign on your front, on your front lawn. So it, it's comparable to the Ice Bucket Challenge, I would say. Now, uh, oh my God, capitalism was trending on Twitter tonight. I, I, I had to, why is, why is capitalism trending on Twitter? Uh, and I, I assumed it would be negative, and of course it's negative. Uh, it, a, bunch of, a bunch of people complaining about uh, capitalism, <laughs> about income inequality, okay, giving these statistics about in, income inequality is nothing but envy, of course. I mean, you who cares how much richer a rich person is than you? Do you have what you want? Are you creating? Are you free 
to, to, to do what you want to do. Okay. Is that, is anyone holding you back? Or are you just jealous and envious of that? Someone has a bigger house than you. Okay. So one article that was floating around with this was an opinion piece called taking the racism out of capitalism. Isn't good enough. So what the article is about, ending discrimination is all very good, but it doesn't give the majority of people control over the means of production. But this was what I read the thing. OK, I read what it was about. So they, they show how Ben and Jerry's said, you know, and, and racism. And they're all these all these companies that are doing woke capitalism now. And if they want to do that, if they don't think they're going to lose customers that way, if they think they're going to gain customers by doing this woke capitalism, saying, you know, being guilty, saying, oh, how bad we are, and we have to end race, systematic racism, systemic racism. Okay, they, they can say with their private companies are going to do whatever the heck they want to do. But this opinion piece says, no, that isn't good enough. That isn't good enough because still the oppressed people do not control the means of production. So what are they talking about? They're talking about socialism. <laughs> the cap so let's go. The, the, taking the racism out of capitalism isn't good enough because, you know, because capitalism, capitalism must be destroyed. Capitalism must be destroyed. The system must be destroyed. That's what they're saying. Capitalism isn't good enough. Sure, there's no racism in capitalism. We, 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 we admit that, but it's not good enough. We, we, nah, we need a socialism. So there we go. Um, it's uh, they, they can't. These people out there, they can't compete. They don't want to compete. They want to complain. All right. They want to complain. They're envious. They don't, they don't get it. Then when you give people the, the capitalists out there, the creators out there, okay, they create products that boost everyone's standard of living, okay? Everybody benefits for controlling there, okay? What's that matter? If you now you've got a freaking computer. On your phone, your phone can do everything. Okay, your phone can take pictures. Your phone, <laughs> phone tells you wh where to drive. The phone tells you everything. It, it, it's unbelievable um, what capitalism has produced. Okay, the government could not produce that. All right, socialism could not produce that. Now, it, there's there's a tweet I want to read also uh, because when when you have socialism, when you have when when there's not real competition out there, when when people are not when when they're not true winners, okay, when it when it's not based on success, um, you you get bad results and you you, you can die. And I'm, I'm going to give you <laughs> this guy Ben Askar sums it up real nice. I still want to have the best pilot, air traffic controller, mechanics, and flight attendants when I fly. The best doctors, nurses, uh, therapists, etc. When I'm ill. The best lawyer when I need one. I don't care about their race or gender. There you go. There you go right there. You, you want the best. You don't care what race or gender they are. And if they're, they're filling some quota and, and if the government totally regulates it and uh, picks and chooses who's in charge. No, it, 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 indeed. And, and the, the, free, the free market brings you the best, all right? And Yaron Brook uh, – talks about uh, deregulation on a show of his that is linked to below, okay? And uh, actually, he talks about a term called the, the diversity. Before I get into the deregulation aspect of it, I, I want to go on a little bit of a side thing, but it all get connected here. 
diversity industrial complex. Diversity, he got this from someone else, but he mentions it in the video. And I like that term because it describes all these organizations now are required to have diversity training. And it's, it's anti-racist training. It's not, it's not just good enough to you know, treat everyone equally. You, I mean, you have to like feel guilt. <laughs> that, that's what this anti-racist training is about. And everybody's hiring these people. It's a huge, uh, it's a huge industry. And even the United States federal government hired these people, these diversity teachers. Well, Trump just got rid of this program, apparently. He just noticed it existed, and now they're not going to have this uh, diversity training or, or as insane as it's gotten in, in some of the uh, – in the federal government, apparently. Because it, 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 it teaches people to hate themselves and to feel guilty. It's not very productive at all, and uh, it, it, it just leads you down a spiral of, of, of hatred and envy and anger and that's not a good thing and guilt it's just all of those all of those uh, emotions are are, are destructive self-destructive now so imagine a world though where there weren't regulations like that where companies did not have to and it's I mean, I think companies of a certain size are required in certain states to have this type of thing but that's just one type of regulation all right we Companies all over the world have to deal with so many regulations. So what drives the economy? What drives the economy? Innovation, individual innovation drives the economy, okay? It's not interest rates. It's, 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 it's not uh, the Fed. It's not central planning. If we didn't have all of these things, if there weren't these ridiculous regulations, if people were just allowed to totally innovate on their own, not have to worry about uh, following some rule that the government set uh, and following some quota. We, it, the, the economy would grow so fast. That is the true spark of the economy, of any economy. Innovation by individuals that are free to do whatever the heck they want to do, okay? And the, you get rid of all of the obstacles. Get rid of all the obstacles out there. And you're going to have a booming economy, all right? Because you're going to have smart people just creating stuff. And some of it's going to fail, indeed. Now, speaking of interest rates, when you keep the interest rates art artificially low, that that is a form of regulation. That is a form of government interference, okay? You keep the interest rates artificially low, and it keeps comp zombie companies alive, okay? Companies that should not be there stay out, stay out because they still can get loans. They can still get people investing in them because the interest rates are so low. There's money is flowing so much. And so there's no creative destruction there. Those companies don't go down the toilet like they should. Now, if those companies were allowed to go down the toilet, then investors would invest in new companies, okay? And they, they wouldn't be distracted by all these old companies. That are out there. So that that's one aspect of how interest rate, because people are going to say, well, the Fed does play a huge role. Okay, they, they play a role, but it's, it's a regulatory role. If the bottom line is the economy is driven by individual innovation, by people coming up with awesome new ideas. So going to our cryptocurrency world that we live in, I am 
this is why I am all for all these DeFi people to do what they want to do, okay? They are creating new stuff. Sure, a lot of the time it fails, but this is where the big boys play, okay? This is where the big boys play. It, it's creating it's growing. The space is growing because of them. The space is growing because of people building stuff on Bitcoin. I encourage people to build anything, anywhere in the cryptocurrency space. I'm going to keep on, you know, I'm a Bitcoin guy and everything like that, but it does not hurt. It does not hurt because in any type of economy, whether it be a crypto economy or a national economy, it is the innovation that grows, okay, that make, that raises the standard of living for everyone okay for everyone so for all these envious people out there that want regulations that want that want woke capitalism that want uh central planning that want socialism okay that want the government to control the means of production <laughs> take away the means of, i mean that's the that's the ultimate uh regulation when you can't even produce you, you mean you need permission to produce or the government produces for you i mean that that takes away any individual freedom so individualism is the accomplishment. Keep it going. Don't treat people as a big group, as a big mindless. It's Sure, we, we've got different races and everything like that. Don't treat everyone of race all the same. Don't worry about a race. Don't worry about uh, uh, how, how a, you know, don't be a victim in that way. Like it's my race that's that's keeping me down, okay? It's not you. You can find a way if you are an individual, or it's my religion that's keeping me down. Don't be a victim. No, you are an individual. Go create. Go out there. This is where the big boys play. No, we don't have a perfect form of capitalism. Obviously, in the United States, it it, it is a mixed economy to to say the least. But uh, the countries that have the least regulation, you can. Uh, they, they will get the most uh, economic growth. They will get the most economic growth. And in the individuals, unique beasts, have the great chance of success in, in, in such environments. So let's keep on getting rid of more. Uh, I, I would love uh, if the government was getting rid of more regulations and more obstacles. Get rid of those obstacles. We'll see. I love here in the crypto, in the world of cryptocurrency, we don't have obstacles. Now, there are people that want to bring regulation into cryptocurrency. That, that will slow things down. That will slow things down. All right, pound that like button. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, people. The, it, you know, people are always, they want to incorporate. You don't, you don't need to do that. You can just be a sole proprietor, okay, dudes? Don't, don't, don't regulate yourself more than you need to, okay? Don't complicate things. Come up with an idea. Be your own boss. Do it from there, all right? Um, and... Also, when we when I say keep it simple, you don't try not to have as middle. Try to get rid of all middlemen. That's the cool thing about cryptocurrency. Um, you don't need a lot of houses. You don't need a lot of cars. Keep the, keep the attack vectors down on whatever you do, whatever you do in life. Keep it streamlined, and uh, always think about the possible attack attack vectors. All right, we're moving to a completely different subject now. Kirk Cousins is a quarterback. He's a quarterback with the Vikings. And let me see if there were – I see people chatting over there. Um, innovation is alive and well in crypto. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that is why I love it. That's why it is truly the Bitcoin overlay here. It isn't like the real in – the, in the nation-state world, 
unfortunately, there isn't a lot of uh, innovation. Now, we do have those, those jewels like uh, Elon Musk um, and Amazon. Uh, what's his name? Bezos. Those guys are in a, they're, they're innovating at a very high level. But uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, regulation that gets in the way that is uh, stopping people from uh, innovating. I mean, if, if you want to build like a, in, in, a, in a northern state, you know, dome over a city or dome over a neighborhood, you couldn't just do that. You, you'd have to apply for so many environmental regulations. And I, I was thinking like some of these states that are um, low tax uh so supposedly freedom states, they should try to make them warmer somehow. And I, I imagine them building these gigantic greenhouses that people could live in. But then I just thought to myself, there'd be so much like federal and federal environmental regulation you would have to go through. It would be just not just a pain. But imagine if you did, you see, that's why back in like the, the 1870s, 1890s, there was no regulation. People just built stuff. People just built gold towns. People just dug for gold. It was awesome. There were so many new businesses uh, born then. Th that's what we need, baby. Uh, that that that's that's uh, we get so much so much economic growth. And I'm saying we because I realize that the individuals out there that create these innovations. All right, it it raises everyone's standard of living substantially substantially so people people some people wonder why do you like elon musk adam this is this that no, dude man he is creating stuff that if if it all happens we are going to be living in such a better world with so much more comfort and the the innovators create new products they make other products more efficient which brings down their prices so we spend less on things that make our lives much better all right. Now, going back. Yeah, I'm wearing the uh, headband today. My hair is getting uh, long. That's uh, I'll be back at my traditional barber in, uh, what, 10 days, right? Okay. Now, uh, something – oh, I was going to talk about Kirk Cousins, but before I talk about Kirk Cousins, there was one thing I forgot. Some of these dudes out there, some of the creators of the world, some of the guys that are in motion that are innovators, they're still guilty. They're still guilty and they fund their own destructions. They help fund some of these socialist organizations that hate them. BLM, they, they fund they, they fund these woke causes who, who say that uh, people shouldn't be allowed to be billionaires. They give to universities which teach Marxist ideology, which of course is not very good for, for a, a capitalist. Okay, so it, it is very, it, it's, it's an interesting world we live in where these smart guys, and they can do what they want to do, but they're not really helping themselves. It, the, they would have less regulation if they didn't fund organizations and individuals that just keep on popping out control freaks. <laughs> All right? Uh, the, the Most universities are teaching ideologies that are not uh, that are not favorable toward uh, creation toward innovation at all but these guys give money to them lots of money to them uh, Jack Dorsey is someone who's, who's created a lot of innovation who's made this world a, a better place but dude does that dude fund a lot of uh, organizations that don't like people like him but uh, whatever he wants to fit in fitting in is overrated 
fit even if you're a freaking billionaire fitting in is overrated so um, in one way you can be a unique beast but you can you could be compliant at the same time and uh it'll come back to bite you in the backside too uh yes they're guilted into it because of altruism by a pathological altruism uh because they think they need that they need to 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 make themselves feel better to help these causes no dude you should be happy with your freaking accomplishments paid people be be a, a true individual is happy with his own accomplishments he doesn't need to bribe people to 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 Make him feel like he did something uh, important. Like he make him feel all warm and fuzzy because he gave to the to the the people that were screaming and crying and and were victims and weren't in motion. All right, Kirk Cousins had a quote. He he's a quarterback from Minnesota, right? From Minnesota, and he was talking about the virus, and he was being very respectful to his teammates. Seeing, saying that some of his teammates are worried about the virus and that he he understands them and he wears a mask for them and just just you know saying doing all, all I mean he wasn't being radical at all like well I, I wouldn't have said any of these darn things okay <laughs> but one thing that he said that I I would say is he said if I die I die if I die I die okay? Which is, I mean, that's that's the way people should live their lives. I mean, there's a chance you can die every day. Just live your freaking life. If I die, I die. Okay, a car can hit me. If I die, I'm I'm living my life. I'm doing my thing. I'm being free. And you know, if if I die, I die. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about dying. I am not. It, it's not something that that's constantly on my mind. I understand that we all we all die. We all die. Okay. And it can it can be sudden. It can you know it can be a lot of things. And you, you know you you take appropriate. Uh, you take appropriate precautions. You don't walk into the middle of the highway. You don't have a protest in the middle of the highway. Uh, but so Kirk, if you read the, everything that he talked about in, in in when he was interviewed, you'll see that I mean, if I die, I die. It was just was part of a, a, a the bigger picture. He he he's not a science denier and all, all these other. But of course, the clickbait. The clickbait articles, the clickbait social media only showed that only showed that headline. If I die, I die. And all these people, they don't even read the article. They go crazy. Okay. They're saying that he's heartless. They're saying just oh my, it's so predictable. The Twitter mob just attacks you. But the Twitter mob, the 80% are mob, the mob that must fit in, the mob that's in the panic prison, the mob that is just in the hysteria mass movement, okay, they don't they don't even bother to read the article, and that's the way the world is today. I mean, you're guilty until proven innocent, okay? You're guilty until proven innocent. You, and uh, that that's the way the world works. That's unfortunately the way the whole entire world works today. Guilty until proven innocent. People see or they hear something uh, bad. Oh, a, a, a policeman just did X, Y, and Z. It must be true. He's guilty. He's guilty. And then, and, and some of these, there was a man that uh, in Minneapolis that uh, committed suicide because he was going to be arrested by the police. He had done something pretty bad, but a rumor got out that the police killed him. And then there was a uh, looting <laughs> uh, because it's, it's guilty until proven innocent. Oh, oh, they didn't really do it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 
Uh, it's it's and, and with, with with the virus itself, with the virus itself, you're, you're supposed to assume that everybody has the virus. Everybody is guilty. You have to prove that you don't have it. That's the sick world that we live in today. Guilty until proven innocent. The complete opposite of a rational society. Okay, is is guilty until proven innocent. It's innocent until proven freaking guilty, dude. Is what civilization is based upon. We're losing it. Uh, but hey, in the Bitcoin overlay, you don't have to worry about it too much because you can just pick up all your wealth and go somewhere else. Go 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 to the mountains. Go to Salt Lake City during the election. Uh, now, and some some cities there won't there won't be uh, destruction in the streets, okay? But there are going to be some cities that there are, and just the 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 entire election itself, the entire process that for over two hundred years has been the, whole, the, the the giving over of power. All right, transition of power in the United States is the most smooth transition of power in in any country and now we're gonna it's not gonna be smooth it's not gonna be smooth this year it's, it's very disappointing and how it reflects upon the the US civilization how things are not civilized anymore okay how we've lost law and order okay law and order is it's going down the tubes all right and that that's something that I would never have predicted for 2020 when it started okay? But that's that's what we've seen. Every everything boils down to that. All all three major events, whether it be the 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 virus or the the disturbances in the streets or the election mayhem that we're going to be about to see, it all boils down to a lack of law and order. We we, we had a law. Where, you know, we couldn't just get shut down. Businesses couldn't just be shut down by the government willy nilly for periods of time that we don't know how long they're going to be shut down for. That's not, that's not law. That that's, that's, uh, that's force that's stealing from people. Okay. That's what it is. It's dictatorial nonsense. But, uh, that's, that was, uh, that was part one of lack of law and order. And people can say, well, that's order. That, that's order right there. No, 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 That, that's, uh, that's, that's willy nilly random, uh, picking and choosing, uh, what are we going to do next to implement all the, that's slavery? Okay. It's, it's a bunch of slavery and it's, it's, it's fascist picking winners and losers and there's no, and it's, it's a power grab, total power grab. Power grab is not law and order. Now. Okay. So we talk about the, no. And so here's another thing that's, this is fascist. This is a Trump that did this. All right. When I went about this shit, uh, this is not law and order. This is a complete lack of law and order. Uh, for the rest of the year, landlords cannot eat in the entire United States of America. You can't be evicted. You can't be evicted. If you don't pay your rent, fine. Don't pay your rent. That, that's what you know, we, we've had months and months. All sorts of government checks have been written. People who have, who have been unemployed have gotten government checks, whether it be the $1,200 one, whether it be the, the special uh, – Unemployment checks for, for being out of jobs. There's, there's all sorts of programs in the U.S. And it's been going on for quite a few months now that people could not put aside money for rent. Okay, that should be your first concern is your is paying your rent. All right, paying your rent. So now landlords, they, their whole business, their business model is ruined 
until the end of the year, okay? Now, they'll probably get a bailout of some sort next year also. But for maybe they won't, though. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? But they're, they're st- this is ruining people's businesses. It's un- unbelievable. Um, so uh, Representative Thomas Ma- Macy of uh, Massey of Kentucky said, if this rule sticks, the federal government is effectively seizing property without compensation. Theft at gunpoint. That is not law and order. Uh, CDC inserting itself into private rental contracts, effectively transferring control of private property from the lawful owner to the renter is possibly the most socialist action our government has taken in decades and without, without an act of Congress. Pound that like button. Not for that, but uh, th- that's not a good thing. But just pound that like button because I haven't said it for a while. <laughs> and this this just reminds me, there, there are all those people that say how great of an asset real estate is. Look what can be done to that asset. Look at this, all right? They totally devalued people's real estate. I After this has happened once, why would you want to become a landlord now? Why would you want to become a landlord? Because you've got a silent third partner called the government now who can just shut things down at any time and say that your renter doesn't owe you any money. All right? It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. With Bitcoin, that doesn't happen. That is why Bitcoin, another reason Bitcoin is a better uh, asset than, than real estate. All right? They can't devalue. They can't devalue your Bitcoin like that. They can devalue your real your real estate like that. How anyone would want to still get into real estate is beyond my uh, comprehension right now. Um, and Yaron Brook also talks about it in in his video, and that is I linked to that below. So I've linked to two Yaron Brook videos before, but, and it was Trump who did this. And of course, no 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 Democrats are com- complaining because they would do the same thing. So hardly anyone's even talking about this. But it is—it isn't the right thing to do. It is not the right thing to do, because you're picking—you're saying that you're picking winners and losers. Like, oh no, you're nullifying contracts. There's no there's no law anymore. What the heck? National Garden of American Heroes. I mean, is this a joke? Is this a real thing? I mean, I just heard about this. Trump wants to do a National Garden of American Heroes, and it, you get to pick who's going to be in this National Garden. We need more statues. We need we need more of this worship, putting people on pedestals so people can feel special because someone from their group got put into the National Garden of American Heroes. Be, be your own hero, okay? Be your own freaking hero. You don't need a, an idol to bow down to. So in some national garden, all right, this is, it, it's, it's a distraction. Sure. I, I mean, it, it makes some people happy. Like, Ooh, he loves us. I mean, it's, it's just going to cause more controversy, more divisions, pe- more people going away from individualism and wanting to be just live through other people of their group. All right. There's a, there's a uh, article out there from science alert. Study links ultra-processed junk food to age marker in chromosomes. Oh, imagine that. Processed food makes you, it ages you faster. Hmm. Imagine that. Junk food is bad for you. But uh, most people don't even know that. <laughs> but you can read the specifics. Dude, eat, eat real food. It's that simple. 
a candy bar is ultra processed food. Most everything in, in a uh, wrapper, in a can, it, well, frozen food section, ultra processed food, all right? You just want simple ingredients. You don't need anything that you can't pronounce because that stuff that you can't pronounce, it, it, it might be aging you faster, okay? It's definitely killing you faster. Who, I mean, so you look a little older. That's not the worst thing. What's going on is on the inside if you, if you have a massive heart attack, <laughs> brain aneurysm or something like that. But it's age marker. So I might be you, – you read the article yourself, okay? Um, and here's a question. People are so gullible. Buying – yep, you got to buy instead of cry, all right? People are crying instead of buying, dude. And it is uh, – that's the way of the world. Crying – most people cry instead of uh, – <laughs> um, yeah. Go, go out there, you know, D do something, be productive. Instead of crying, uh, move. All right. Now, uh, right. what do we have here? Sushi, sushi token holders are crying. Yeah, they are. But that's, uh, <laughs> that's the experimentation that's going on here. This is where the big boys play, okay? And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more uh we're, we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Oh God, move it! Yeah, so yeah, you you buy that buy that Bitcoin instead of uh, instead of complaining about capitalism. How about that? Participate. Strong hand, pound that like button. Says uh, Barefoot Barry. Yes, indeed. In motion. Be in motion. That's what we need. That's what that's what this uh, whole show has been about tonight. That really is the key to because all these people love to present these fa these fancy graphs with curves explaining well if you increase the uh, interest rate by this much the unemployment rate will go up by this much or down by this much dude just uh, get rid of regulation let people innovate let individuals innovate don't don't make them form corporations don't make them abide by certain diversity rules or any sorts of rules let them. Let them live their dreams. Let them have a dream and try to make it come true. Now, the Republican Party, if people are asking about a systemic racism in the United States. It's kind of funny, though, in, in the Republic, Republican Party, that, that woman, uh, Kim Classic, she, she's jumped to the top. Why is she, why she jumped to the top? Because of a uh, systemic racism in, in the uh, Republic Party, Republican Party, they fit. If you're a black, if you're a black woman and you join the Republican Party, you poop, you'll get you'll get uh, picked to the top right there. It's it's not it's not based on her as as an individual person what she brings to the table. It's it's based on her. Uh, it's based on her uh, on her race and her sex. Uh, that she's gotten all this airtime. Now she's a good. She's she's a smart woman. She knows how to market herself. She knows how to completely take advantage of the situation, uh, which is which is great for her as as an individual. So you got to hand it to her as an individual. But uh, we, there is a uh, there's all sorts of uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna worry about systemic racism, and I don't worry about systemic racism. Okay, uh, if somebody doesn't like me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with them. Okay, I'm gonna I'm not gonna join that organization if I feel like the organization is biased uh, against me. Okay, that's that's how you do it. You stay in motion that way. 
but the, you can have all sorts of biases and all sorts of work. I mean, in, in the in the government, in the government's hiring process, affirmative action is systemic racism. It is favoring one race over another race. Okay, just based on race, not based on individual. They don't care about your individual accomplishments. Uh, when when they're, they're like, yeah, well, we need to fill a quota. I mean, there's systemic racism right there. But people love to toss around the word systemic racism and uh, privilege and uh, su supremacism and th this, that, and the other. A, a nation founded on supremacy. That all right, I mean, go start your own start your own business. I mean, it's out there. There is opportunity out there. You're not being held back. Um, and you know, and, and there are again, there there are certain organizations that definitely produce, definitely are, are favored toward a cer certain individuals, certain races, and it, it might surprise you who they're who they're favoring. Okay, so don't don't deal with those organizations. Uh, but to say right now that there's system, systemic racism in the government against minorities, uh, I, I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't worry about that too much. I think a lot of people. Are, are just are indeed worrying about it too much. It's, it's become an obsession of theirs. Just like this group is being, this group is being held back. So I'm going to burn things down, and until they're not held back anymore, well, are they really being held? I mean, where's your proof that they're being held back? What's your what's your solution? Your solution is to burn things down. What's what's your is 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 reparations your solution? I mean, I, I would much rather have you know people say, okay, we want reparations, we want them now. Okay, instead of just like burning things down and, and, and interrupting people's dinners and stuff. All right, we, we talked about that last week now. Oh, I got a good one coming up here. Uh, Marco Esquandola said, more of my friends have called me for crypto advice since uh, I've instructed them to sign up to Gemini and get a ledger. What else should I do? Three of five have bought in the last month, dude. You've done very well there. Um, you know, just you know, tell them to buy from an easy place to buy from, and that they and tell them straight up, you cannot keep your Bitcoin there. You're going to have to put it on a device, so you can buy a ledger or you can buy a trezor. And uh, yeah, you you basically told them what to do, and then and you should say, I, I can help teach you. I can help teach you how to send a Bitcoin. And how to store a Bitcoin? I can help you set it up. So that, that's all you do. You've done. You've done very good, Marco. That's that's very good. And it is it is interesting that more people are. You know, I've heard stories like yours that more and more people are are asking about it. So uh, when when the price goes up again, you fiat freaks, um, or maybe when there's more civil disturbances, I don't know. You, you'll you'll get uh, you'll get more interest in it. 20 percenters, 20 percenters, wake up, dudes. All right, now, here's a good one. This is, uh, where is this? Fear as a virtue. Those, there are a lot of people that are afraid out there, okay? And they feel they are better people because they are afraid. And so they want you to be afraid too. And if you're not afraid, you're lower than them. They're going to attack you. So, yeah. For, for some people, it, it is this world has become so sickening that they're scared, okay? They're scared. All right, you're scared. And so they – and since it, we, we live in a, a panic prison, it, it, there's a mass movement out there based on hysteria. 
they've just jumped right into it and they it just baffles their mind when people aren't scared so they think that's a bad thing if you're not scared you're not virtuous like they are they are virtuous they're scared look how scared i am look at all the protections i'm taking look how virtuous i am look how great i am and you you're not scared at all you're going out there you're running without a mask oh my lord you're you're horrible you don't have the virtue of fear that i mean this that, that's a great summary i link to it below a, a little chart that, that talks about that um, by my Bitcoin. <laughs> Put that out there. All right, we talked about guilty until proven innocent. Joe Rogan uh, has moved to Spotify and there are missing episodes. Some of the episodes that were on YouTube didn't make it over to Spotify. Interesting. I'm sure you can guess which ones. Uh, the ones with SM in them. Um, I think some Jordan Peterson's ones. Just, uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, Joe's got to do what Joe's got to do. He made an agreement with them. But it seems like Spotify wants to be kind of a, they're going that, they're going the YouTube route too. Like certain people you're not allowed to talk to. Oh God, bit, bit shoot people. I I and I, I appreciate that Spotify at least is competition to YouTube, but if they're, they're not allowing some of Joe, this is this is not a good sign, okay? If they're not letting Joe Rogan bring all of his, uh, so, so you can look at that below. It, it mentions the specific episodes that didn't make it over. I mean, it's not like it was that bad of the. I mean, I mean. We're all grown-ups here. We, we can take if he interviews someone we don't agree with. But hey, it's just the way the world works. I just watched SM on, a, on BitChute last night. Well, it wasn't last. No, it was uh, yesterday. Whenever I watched him. I don't know. It was it, Today? Tonight? Uh, tonight. Partly time. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter when I watched it. But Bit, SM was interviewed. Well, he did a show on BitChute. And he was making excuses. Uh, he's scared. I mean, he he's still scared of the virus. I think SM. And he was really scared at first. He was he was in a panic prison, maybe because he had cancer before, and he thinks he's susceptible to it. I I don't know. Uh, but there were people in the comments section that were destroying him. It was it's quite interesting. And there were also people in the comment section of SM's video about uh, about the virus. That were totally insane, and were blaming everything on people of my religion. It was—I mean—it was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it had nothing to do with like what he was even saying. They were just like, and and so I actually, you know, YouTube doesn't allow people. The YouTube comment section gets, I think, censored by YouTube. I think there are some things you can't say in the comment section, but my oh my, in the uh, Bishoot one, oh, there are all sorts of freakazoids in there. They're just. Uh, they, they take no personal responsibility in their life. Everything is the fault of people of my religion. Everything. Everything under the sun you can imagine. Um, so, I mean, I, I think I find that very fascinating to see that kind of stuff. I'd like to see how people really are. I, I, don't, I don't need it sugar-coated. I can take it. I could take it if people don't like me because of my religion and they think that I control the world or something like that. Well, I, I, I find it's quite entertaining, actually. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. I, I think they should be able to... I think they should be able to to 
put all that stuff out there because it's just so ridiculous. All right. But uh, we, we live in a time uh, where certain things cannot be said. And, and, when, and, and, and again, these things are foolish things that people are saying. And it should be out there. The marketplace, let it be out there in the marketplace of ideas, okay? Uh, some of it, the hateful, the, I mean, and it, it's all collectivist type of stuff. It's blaming a group for why your group isn't good or why you're in a bad shape. Now, okay, we talked about the mail-in ballot chaos scenarios. There's some weird scenario where even uh, Pelosi could end up being president or acting president. Yeah, it, it's it's slim, but it it's it, it could happen. I mean, if we don't have, it might not be settled by January twentieth. There might be all sorts of bureaucracy that can that people can toss out there that'll produce some really weird outcome where we end up with an acting president instead of a real president. I I didn't I, I didn't go into studying all the stuff. I I I don't care. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't live through those people. Now, oh, so it seems like every day of the week, though these these social media, I leftists, they come up with like another story about Trump. Like, I mean, maybe that's going to be a new thing now for the. I mean, it's getting annoying because you see it in the trend on the trending side, like weird things about Trump. So the, or, I mean, now they're saying that he, that he doesn't like World War One veterans or something. All right. And but but earlier in the week, they were saying that he had many strokes. Okay, and they were calling him Strokeahontas. That he had, he had, he secretly went to the hospital because he had many strokes, and thus he isn't fit to be he isn't fit to be the president of the United States. All right. Now, first of all, I know my ninety seven year old grandmother, um, and I, I mentioned this. It was during the summer. It, it appeared at one point she was having many strokes. Like she called us on the phone and like she made, was making no sense at all. And then when my mom got over there, she was cool, but she refused to go to the hospital. So we never, we never know, knew what it was. Like she calmed down and everything and it was, it was over. And she, she was fine. She's 97 years old. She had many strokes and uh, possibly had many strokes and she was fine. So, I mean, a mini stroke is not a stroke. All right. It, it's not good. You, you don't want to have anything like that. And it, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, Trump is out of shape. He is out of shape. So it, it, he could have medical conditions like that. But again, let's go back to what I talked about. I think it was last week. I mean, it was two weeks ago. And no one talks about this. Joe Biden had major brain surgery in 1987. He had real brain issues where they had to cut into his head and his skull and, and play around with his brain. All right. In 1987. All right. And so now it seems like he doesn't seem like the Joe Biden of even 12 years ago, okay? Not at all. He seems like he's aged fast. Now, would it be it wouldn't be surprising if someone had major brain surgery in 1987 that 33 years later, uh, they wouldn't be themselves anymore. And I I would say that having major brain surgery in 1987 and then now not really acting normal is more of a more disturbing than a, a bit a fat guy who's still acting like he acted at the beginning of the year who 
went to the hospital for some reason. Okay. But it, it, it's, it, it's just, I mean, going, it's so weird. No one talks and it is, you can Google it, people. It's on the Wikipedia page. He had major brain surgery, major brain surgery. <laughs> so he, he's very prone to, to his brain having a problem. Uh, Joe Biden. But no one talks about that. No one talks about that. But if there's rumors that there was maybe a mini stroke and then that's that's a, that's that's huge on Twitter. Now, I linked to uh, Carl Denninger, who has been great on the virus, and uh, he does he I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but it, it's another good article where he breaks it down that Statistically, if you get rid of all the people with comorbidities and the the mistakes that were made by the government when the government tried to interfere and they put sick people in nursing homes, if you get if you get rid of that, it is not that deadly of a disease. Okay, it is not deadly enough to shut down all these businesses, have all these weird rules. You can't have 10 people. You can't have 15. It's so arbitrary. You can't be six feet away. You can't be eight eight feet away. You got to wear a mask. You got to wear a face shield. It's so arbitrary. It's so not based on science. It's such a power grab. And all of these businesses, these small mom and pop businesses that are abiding by these rules, that are being compliant, they're the ones that are going to fail because of this. Because people aren't, people aren't going to want to go to it, – it's, it's no fun. To, to go to places where you have to abide by these weird restrictions, okay? There's no reason. It's not protecting anyone, okay? It's not protecting anyone. And what we're, we're going toward, if, if, if the small businesses keep complying, Walmart's going to be fine. Amazon's going to be fine. We're just going to have bigger and bigger conglomerates. And sometimes they can be good, those companies, no doubt. But there's just going to be less uh, individual owners anymore because they uh, – they followed all the regulations uh, and following the, those regulations. And if all these small businesses stop following these stupid rules, the police can't enforce it. They're not enough police, nor would they enforce it. So it's it's a tough situation these small mom and pop businesses are in. But his, his overall point is that people should not be in a hysteria and panic about this. I mean, I say it every single week, and I, I, I say the same thing, but with different statistics and different people supporting me every single week, that it is not – it's real. It, it's out there, okay? It's a sickness. It's out there. But certain people, most people, the most productive people in society have nothing to worry about if they're in good shape. you And – We've had months. You've had months to get in good shape. You've had you. We, we talked about before that the pro, that the junk food uh, makes you older. It does. So what? No one should be. If you ate a bunch of junk food for years and years and years, why should I have to sacrifice for you? No, it makes no sense at all. You live. You lived your life. Now deal with the consequences. This is where the big boys play. Speaking about a big consequences. These, these universities are still charging all sorts of money. I don't know what they think they're going to be able to get away with because they're not going to be able to get away with it anymore, okay? If they're charging $40,000 a year, people are sitting at their houses taking courses. Google, Google Genius, 
dollar a month courses is about to replace college degrees. Google's genius $49 a month uh, is about to, okay. In our own hiring, we will now treat these new career certificates as equivalent of a four-year degree for related roles. And they say other companies can also uh, treat these courses as a, uh, a way to, to judge a person if they're worthy of being hired. Okay. Being, and the companies are going to come up with their own courses that you take beforehand. They don't, don't care if you go to college, just as long as you pay them a little bit of, a little bit of money, $49 a month, show that you learn what they're trying to teach. They will hire you now because you are educated on what, it, what you, you'll be a good worker for them. So Google is going to innovate education. There's no doubt about it. It won't just be. I mean, they'll have courses for all sorts of uh, all sorts of uh, subject matters. Okay, that will replace all sorts of degrees. And I would I would expect other companies to do do similar things. Maybe Amazon. Who knows? Knowledge oriented companies. Maybe Facebook will start uh, selling uh, courses that that employers will just be like, yeah, I'd rather just. Uh, I'd rather hire this person that uh, got educated by Facebook or Google than uh, by Penn State. And people will be like, well, why the heck am I paying Penn State to $50,000, $20,000 a year, $30,000 a year to sit in my parents' house? I can just take a $49 a month course at Google. And it's a lot of fun. And it's only uh, – and I'm done. It, it takes me much less than, than four years. Now, so these, these colleges, if they want to compete with what, what's about to happen – they got to make their on-campus experience what it was previously. Partying, uh, socializing, just becoming an adult in a real-world type of experience. You know, being away from your parents, freedom. That is so, – when I think back to college, I think back to all of those aspects of it. I don't, I don't remember that much of what I learned. I remember friendship and adventures and just being away from my parents, freedom. Um, beautiful campus, just relaxing. <laughs> There's an experience to be on a, a beautiful campus. Uh, and people value that now. Are they, are they are still going to be willing to pay $50,000 a year? For some places, yes. But if you don't have those experiences, you know, to, that transition to being a true grown-up or <laughs> trying to be a true grown-up at least, um, it's 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 fun. It, it can be a lot of fun. Now now again, you don't need to fit in. You don't you don't need all that stuff. If you if you if you're a young person and you don't you don't want that stuff. You don't have to have that stuff. Make the colleges compete. Make them compete. So I love the competition. I love the innovation coming from Google and maybe some other companies soon enough. All right. So speaking of conviction and sports. Cal Ripken Jr. It was 25 years ago on September the 6th, 1995. He broke Lou Gehrig's streak at Camden Yards, Oriole Park at Camden Yards in, in Baltimore, Maryland. And one he set an example for people. He went to work every single darn day. He did his thing every single day. He was injured a couple of times too. Um, but he did it. He went out there and even as late as 1995, people really respected that. They respected that conscientiousness and that conviction. He was he was definitely an old time. He was the last old time sports figure there was. Okay, um, just you know, 
work hard, get the job done, never give up, you know? Um, so I want, I sometimes wonder if that, I don't know, because I've got that kind of conviction too. I mean, I, I think I, I, it's just naturally in me to be conscientious, to try, you know, do, new show every day. You know, I, I get into, I get, I get very streaky. And so it was the streak. It was a play, a, a streak. And, I wonder if that seeped into my mind to, to, because I, I get on all sorts of streaks. Like, you know, I got to run this amount of miles this many days in a row. Uh, I got to eat an apple this many. I mean, there was, it was like 10, 10 years, 10 every day for 10 years in a row. I ate an apple. It was, it was crazy. Um, but, uh, he, you know, sports, uh, now, nowadays sports is a bunch of virtue signaling and nonsense and the people don't even know what they stand for anymore. But he, he, he stood for, a he demonstrated hard freaking work and in, in, in practice and, and, a, and a certain level of uh, respect for what he was doing quality you know we I talked about that book uh, uh, Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance and the, the author just talks a lot about what quality is well Cal Ripken was the embodiment of quality baseball how about that how, how about that right there? And uh, that was 25 years ago, which is uh, uh, amazing. And someone said, apples are full of sugar. Dude, remember, Max X, we're, we're living in a world where uh, people are eating Snickers bars and just so many unnatural things. You, you got it. If a person eats apples instead of eating no processed food at all, they're going to be in very, very good shape to compare to, to the, the average American. Okay. So um, yes, fruit, fruit has sugars, fruit has sugars. Oh my, it has sugar. It's, 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 it's not bad. Dude. Having, having, a, having a piece of fruit isn't uh, bad. And again, I, I had, uh, I, it, it didn't, what, what did it do to me? Um, <laughs> all right. I didn't, I didn't become some, uh, obese, uh, obese, uh, couch, uh, surfer or some couch sitter. All right, geez. that is important because people, when, when you say you eat meat also, they're like, oh, my God, meat cows are poisoned. Again, you, you, you'd rather eat a cow than eat what's in the frozen food section. To eat, to cook your own meat, then cook, uh, then microwave a hot pocket. It is, it's completely different. It's so, if you spend your life eating hot pockets, you're going to be in bad shape. It's all, that's ultra processed food right there. So there's just, we live in this kind of, un, it, it, people really, sometimes they, they, they get very extreme with their food. Like, how could you eat a cow? How could you eat it? Apples have sugar. Cows have this. This has this, that, and the other. All right. Yeah. They're not, they're not perfect. But are you, if you're, it's some of the people that scream about that, they're the same ones that are eating like this tofu-based, highly processed, vegan food. Dude, th that stuff is bad. <laughs> it's, it's not even real food. So eat eat real food. That's just what's the ingredient in cow? Cow. What's the ingredient in apple? Apple. That's it's it's that, it's that simple. But people just when they, they micromanage things so much, and I, I think some of these people still they're like, Oof, I'm not going to eat apple because it has sugar in it. But or I'm not going to eat meat because it was alive once. But and, and, and on the other end, they'll be eat, they'll say I'm a vegan, but they'll be eating all this. Freaking soy-based, horrible, highly processed stuff. You're not you're not doing yourself any good 
if you think you're, you're oh, I'm not, I'm not eating the thing with sugar. It didn't have sugar or it didn't, it didn't have fat in it. It's just this pure protein, soy, isotope, whatever, all that stuff that's in it. And it, it looks like a burger. They, they made it somehow look like a burger, but it's just a bunch of soy. No, dude, that, that is the extremely unhealthy stuff. Okay, we got a little bit of uh, – and someone says eat sushi. Well, the, the rice isn't good. You can eat the fish. But, I mean some people are like, well, sushi's healthy. Sushi, the rice is not good. Rice is not good. It's not good. Now, it's, rice is better than certain uh, grains, certain highly processed bread, but it's it's processed. It's well, it's 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 a it's a carb. It's it's a fast carb. All right, we're not going to get into the uh, eat eat the real eat the eat the real stuff. The real the real uh, animal tree growing stuff. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. Thanks a lot, guys. Good night. I gotta go to sleep. I'll say hi to you in the chat.